Thanks to this season's presenting sponsor, Driscoll's. Only the finest berries. Hello, young chefs, and welcome to Mystery Recipe. I'm Molly Birnbaum, Editor-in-Chief of America's Test Kitchen Kits. And I'm Mitzi, oven mitt, Molly's right-hand gal and co-host of the show. Every week on Mystery Recipe, we'll be talking about the fun, fantastical, and fascinating sides of a different kitchen ingredient. And at the end of the season, we'll use all the ingredients to cook a mystery recipe together. It's week eight! Yeah, That's right! This week we are learning about our final ingredient in season three's mystery recipe. So far we have talked about, drum roll please, cinnamon, vegetable oil, garlic, chipotle chili powder, tomato sauce, limes, and chicken. So, any guesses? After today, you'll know all the ingredients. That's right. And so it's just about time to find out what that recipe will be. Make sure to check back in tomorrow. We'll be posting a special Mystery Recipe Season 3 reveal episode. Plus, it will have a shopping list so that your grown-ups can make sure you have everything you need for next week's grand finale cook-along. Hooray! Next week, we'll have one episode, but it's going to be a doozy. For our grand finale cook-along, all you'll have to do is gather your ingredients and equipment Put on your aprons and press play. We will walk you through every step of our season three mystery recipe. And oh, can I tell you, it's going to be delicious. Absolutely. But before we do all that, we still need to make it through today's episode. Well, that won't be hard, Molly, because today we have a great episode lined up. Henry is back to guess our final ingredient for season three. Then Champ is back with some pretty inspiring dough in the scoop. And for our final segment, we're hearing more about what you all have cooking up at home and what's cooking. Mitzi, I have to say this intro has been surprisingly normal so far. Normal? Who are you calling normal? I thought we did great. No, it was great. I just mean, normally you have a hard time starting our final episode of the season. Oh, well... Molly, I have been learning about cycles, you see. Do you know what a cycle is? I do, yes. Yeah, I'll tell you all about it, right after the theme. Looks good. I bet it tastes good. Ooh. Do you know what cycles are, Molly? Mystery Recipe. Mitzi, do you remember week eight of last season? Sure I do. When you snuck into the studio early to talk to our listeners? Yes, uh, I remember. And told them time was a stranger that cares not how we feel? Right, I I remember. I think we have a clip, actually. Uh, No, no, (laughs) Molly, that's okay. And you'll realize too late that time. Oh, Mitzi. I didn't realize you were in here. That time is a stranger and cares not how we feel and marches on without regard to moral decency and there's no way to capture any one moment forever. Oh, hey, Molly. Good to see ya. What are you doing in here? Oh, just, you know, preparing for our final week of season two. I remember. I remember. That's still true. 
If time were my friend, I'd be swimming in extra minutes to spend with Oliver, for he is a sweet angel of a kitten who just needs all the little scratches under his chin that he could get. But, Molly, I'm handling this season coming to a close better than usual because I'm starting to have a better understanding of cycles. Do you know what cycles are, Molly? Yes, I know what cycles are. Cycles are like a pattern. They're things that happen in a certain order over and over again. Right. Again, very aware of cycles. Seasons are an example of a cycle. If you live in an area that has different seasons, you'll know that summer is always followed by fall, then winter, then spring. And then summer again, Molly. Cycles repeat themselves. And just like those seasons are part of a cycle, our seasons are too. That's a nice way to think about it, Mitzi. This part is like the very end of summer for us, which I will fully admit is a little bit sad, but it just means that our grand finale cook-along is coming up so soon, which is always my favorite part of the season. Mine too. And then we get to start the cycle all over again. We'll take some time off to make a whole new batch of episodes about another delicious mystery recipe, and then before you can say, time is a stranger, it'll be week one again. So I'm not sad. I'm just excited to be a part of such a nice cycle of learning, Molly. You and me both, Mitzi. Molly, I've just come to understand cycles. Is this conversation also a cycle? Do you know what cycles are, Molly? Okay, Mitzi, how about you go and look up some more examples of cycles? Oh, great idea, because lately... I've really come to understand. And while you do that, we are going to move on to our first segment. Got it. Bye, Molly. See you soon. Because that's how cycles work. All right. It's time for our first segment, Guess the Ingredient. In this segment, I'll play some sounds, and then you at home get to try to guess what ingredient will be our theme for this week. Here we go. Any guesses what ingredient these sounds all have in common? I'll let you think it over while I call up our official ingredient guesser, Henry. Henry is 12 years old, lives in Boston, Massachusetts, and is our official ingredient guesser this season. Hello? Hey, Henry, how are you? Oh, good. How are you? I'm very well. Welcome back for another week of Guess the Ingredient. Henry, I have to say you have done a fantastic job so far this season as our official ingredient guesser. What's been your favorite part? I think one of my favorite parts has been none of the ingredients have to have seemed to overlap at each other, so I have no idea of what the final dish could be, but I'm excited to find out. Amazing. So your favorite part is the mystery. Yes. Okay, amazing. Well, this is going to be the last ingredient for the season, but we'll hear from you tomorrow in order to guess this season's mystery recipe. But all right, Henry, let's get to this week's ingredient. I'm going to play you the first sound, so listen closely and we'll talk about it after it's done. 
So, Henry, Young Chefs at Home, what did that sound like to you? That one sounded a lot like shucking corn. Excellent guess, Henry. What about it sounded like shucking corn? So, I feel like it sounded like someone was peeling something. And Mm -hmm. it had that elastic sound that corn sometimes has when you peel it. That's a very good guess. You are correct. That was the sound of shucking corn. This ingredient isn't corn exactly, but it does have something to do with corn. Are you ready for our next one? Yes. Listeners, any idea what that sound was? How about you, Henry? What do you think? That one sounded like something being smushed. I like that. That makes sense. What kind of things are smushed? Tomatoes sometimes. You're making a sauce. Some fruits and making a jam. Like a liquidy, mushy, squishy sound. Great. Let's keep that in the back of our minds and go on to the next sound. I know this one from experience. That one is eating chips. (laughs) Yes, you are correct, Henry. That is the unmistakable sound of crunching chips. Any guesses so far, Henry? Any guesses, listeners? I think that it might be corn chips because you take the corn, first you shuck it, then you smush it, and then you... Add it into a dough to make corn chips, I think. But I'm not sure. Mm-hmm. You are very, very close. Like, really close. But this is a tough one, so I have a few hints for you. This is an ingredient made from a special kind of dough that's been pressed into a flat, circular shape and cooked very hot and fast. It's made of a type of grain that we often think of as yellow, but can also be white or blue in color. And this ingredient is used all over the world, but is native to Mexican and South American cuisines and is a necessary part of making dishes like tacos or tostadas. Does that help you at all, Henry? Yes. Is this item a taco shell? Yes. But can we get a little bit more specific? What are taco shells made out of? Oh, tortillas. Corn tortillas. Corn tortillas, yes. Welcome to Corn Tortilla Week. Corn tortillas are a thin, unleavened flatbread made from a dough that comes from nixtamalized corn. Corn tortillas like I mentioned, are very popular in Mexican, South, and Central American dishes, things like tacos or tostadas. But they can also be cooked into crunchy tortilla chips, which you may have had with some salsa or guacamole. And the process of turning corn from the cob into masa is a very interesting one, with practices that can be traced back thousands and thousands of years to indigenous populations of Mexico. Nice guessing, Henry. Are those sounds making more sense to you now? Yes, they are. And so that first one... Was shucking corn. Shucking corn. So that was corn. Yeah, you got that pretty much immediately. That was peeling corn. And then the second sound 
Does that make more sense? I think the second sound was turning the corn into masa. Yes. The second was mixing the nixtamalized corn into a dough called masa, which we'll learn about more coming up next. And that third sound you nailed right away. That was crunchy corn tortilla chips being eaten. Thank you for your help so much this week, Henry, and for all your help this season so far. We're going to talk to you tomorrow for our big mystery recipe reveal. Thanks, Henry. Goodbye. See you next week. Molly! Hey, Mitzi. So, we now know all eight ingredients in our season three mystery recipe. Gah! So exciting! That's right, Mitzi. Those ingredients, again, are cinnamon, vegetable oil, garlic, chipotle chili powder, tomato sauce, limes, chicken, and corn tortillas. Now, you might have a general idea of what we're making based on the fact that it's using chicken and corn tortillas. But try and see how specific you can get with your guesses. And be sure to check out our recipe reveal and shopping list episode to get all the information you need for next week's grand finale cook-along. I can't wait! But also, I can, because we sort of have to. (laughs) But we don't have to wait any longer for our next segment. Actually, we do. Just a little while. Because it's time for a quick word from our sponsors. Grownups, these ads are for you. Hey, grownups. If there's one thing every kid loves, it's snacks. And with Kroger's Grocery Pickup Service, it's easy to keep your pantry stocked with the snacks your kids love. Like Kroger's Original Chipmate Cookies. My daughter Olive is a big fan. So these are the original mini chip meats from Kroger. What does it taste like? Does it have, uh, what does it have? Chocolate. Chocolate. Is it so yummy? With Kroger's pickup service, you can just shop online for groceries and pick them up at a store near you. To learn more, visit Kroger.com. Happy snacking. Mmm. Should we do cheers? Cheers! Here. Cheers, Daddy. Cheers. Hey, Molly. Hey, Chad. I am super excited to talk about all the things we have coming up from America's Test Kitchen Kids, like our Young Chefs Club subscription box. Every month, kids can receive a themed box filled with kid-tested recipes, hands-on activities and experiments, and other creative items by subscribing to our Young Chefs Club. Coming up in July, we have a very cool food art box with beautiful and delicious recipes that all young chefs can make look like art in a museum. What else are you excited about? Well, there is, of course, our new YouTube channel. ATK Kids has launched its own YouTube channel that has all types of funny and inspiring video content for young chefs to enjoy. And there are so many other great things. There's just too much to talk about in one short ad. You're right. And grownups can head to atkkids.com to learn more about everything we just mentioned and then some. That's atkkids.com. And we're back. It's time for the scoop. Take it away, champ. Thanks, Molly. Today, I'm here with a very special guest, Marta. Marta is a ball of masa dough. Is that right, Marta? 
See us, yes. Yes, I am a ball of masa, and I'm so excited to talk to you today. Thank you so much for having me. Well, I'm excited to be talking to you. Marta, can you tell me a little bit more about yourself? Claro que sí. Yo soy Marta, and I am a ball of masa, just like he told you. Masa is a very special type of dough that's been made for thousands of years. It's made through a special process called nixtamalization that can be traced back to the indigenous people of Mexico and Central America. Nixtamalization is a big word. Can you tell me more about what that means? Yes. Each kernel of corn has a thick hull around it. That hull is the part of popcorn that often gets stuck in your teeth. Oh, I am very familiar with that. Our bodies can't digest that hull. And our bodies also can't digest a lot of the nutrients in every kernel. Así que, when we eat corn, a lot of the flavors and nutrients are wasted. Got it. So the hull, or the outside of a kernel of corn, and some nutrients inside the kernels themselves can't be digested by our bodies? Correcto. But a long, long time ago, in places like Mexico and Central America, corn was the most important crop. People grew it everywhere, and it was a big part of everyone's diet. So let me guess. People discovered a way to unlock the nutrients and flavor of corn that was protected by the hull. Exactamente. They did so using nixtamalization. And how does that work? Nixtamalization is a way to cook corn in order to break down the hull and release the nutrients and flavors it's protecting. It can be complicated. It's all about pH levels and how acidic something is. But to put it simply, the corn takes a very long soak. It's boiled for hours with either pickling lime or ash. Ash? Isn't that what's left behind when you burn wood? Exactamente, sí. The ash is what indigenous folks have been using to nixtamalize corn for generations. This ash could have come from burnt wood, but also possibly burnt seashells or ground-up limestone. The corn is cooked or soaked in ash for hours, horas y horas y horas. The tough hull of each kernel will begin to break down. This releases pectin from the hull and from the kernel itself, which will turn into a gel. And because of the presence of calcium hydroxide, a compound found in ash or limestone, all the nutrients inside the corn will also be released. What happens next? Entonces, next, the corn mixture, now called nixtamal, pozole, and hominy, will get washed. The pickling lime, or the ash, is washed away, and it's the pectin in the hulls and the interior of the corn that traps water and forms a gel turning the wet corn into a dough. All that pectin gel creates structure by trapping water and making the dough stick to itself. Fresh nixtamal is almost like fresh pasta dough. And then boom, that's me. Wow. I always thought corn tortillas were just made with cornmeal or flour mixed with corn or something like that. Nope, we are truly especiales. 
Corn tortillas are a traditional food with a complicated scientific process and science that was developed by the early indigenous people of Central America. I won't be taking tortillas for granted any longer. You sound impressive. I hope the taste is as good as the story. Yo creo que sí. I think so, too. Well, that's our scoop for today, Molly. Cornholes can't be digested by humans. Nixtamalization is the process that breaks down those holes. And indigenous folks in Central and South America have had traditional ways of nixtamalization for thousands of years. And corn tortillas are muy increíbles. They certainly are. Back to you, Molly. Thanks, champ. And thanks for the history lesson and a crash course in nixtamalization, Marta. Molly! Mitzi, look out! Look out! I'm okay! I haven't totally figured out the brakes yet. Sorry. Good thing I'm wearing a helmet! Speaking of crash course, what are you doing, Mitzi? Oh, hi, Molly. Hi, Greg. I... Greg? Are you on a unicycle? I am. Is that okay? That's fine. I guess just be careful. Aw, don't worry. I'm a pro with these things. It's like riding a bike. Except it's a unicycle. Molly, I was just telling Greg all about different cycles. Have you heard about cycles? I have, yes. And Greg mentioned bicycles. Bicycles, which are so cool. Hard to ride indoors. Yeah, not really designed to be used inside, Mitzi. And then Greg showed me his unicycle, which is amazing, but very hard to ride anywhere. It's like a bicycle, but it only has one tire. I can see that you are very good at riding a unicycle, Greg. Thanks. And Molly, I brought you a surprise. I know you don't know a lot about cycles, so I got you one of your own. Let me just grab it here. Molly, in celebration of our third cycle of mystery recipe, I present to you... Ta-da! It's a tricycle! Thanks, Mitzi. It's sort of tiny? Eh, that's okay. I think it'll work great. It's like a bike, but it has three wheels, which is why it's the perfect way to celebrate season three. I love it. Thank you, Mitzi. Ah, Molly, we are going to look so intimidating riding our cycles around the office. The parking garage won't know what to do with us. Uh, I don't know if I'd use the word intimidating. We're like a cycle gang, Molly. Bye, try, and uni, coming at you. I made us jackets. Already? Yours says try, because you ride the tricycle. I already have my own bike, you know, Mitzi. Molly, why didn't you tell me? Of course you have a bicycle. You're so cool. Well, you can borrow my jacket when you ride it if you want. Or you can wear the pink sparkly onesie I made you. Ah, do you still have that? I'm sure you do. I know you love it. Although, I haven't seen you wearing it lately. Huh. Listen, as much as I love this, I think we need to head to our next segment before we go hit the streets. You're right. It's time for What's Cooking? For What's Cooking listeners, we need your help. We want to know what's cooking in your kitchens. Grown-ups, you can help your young chefs call in and tell us. Just dial 1-833-KIDS-ATK. That's 1-833-543-7285. And have your young chef leave us a voicemail. It's that easy. We want to know your name, how old you are, and what you're making. 
It can be anything at all that you've been cooking up at home. Tell us about the ingredients, how you made it, and how it came out. And not just your shining stars, either. We love hearing about recipes that maybe didn't go exactly to plan, because it can be really fun when things go a little off track in a recipe, and you always learn something from it. Each week, we'll play some of your recordings on the show. So, grown-ups, have your young chefs leave us a voicemail by calling 1-833-KIDS-ATK today. We went through all your submissions, and this week we have some great recipes and stories to share. All right, let's hear them! Hi, my name is Lily Acres. I have a dog named Elvis, and he really likes his recipe. And I am six years old, almost seven, and the recipe is meatballs. We call him Elvis Meatballs, because that, that's our dog's nickname. And they are made with cochiha, and they're also made from ground beef. And I really like them. We sometimes use different cheeses, and the pasta is great. Yeah, we always eat it with pasta. Goodbye, love you all over in the sea. My name is Rory and I'm 17 years old. We made your blueberry pancakes and to go on top we made your strawberry sauce, but we tweaked it for it to be made with blueberries instead and it was so good. Thanks to everyone who sent something in. We've got tons more coming up this season, and we're going to include as many of the submissions as we can. So keep listening if you didn't make it on this week. And grown-ups, it's not too late to leave us a voicemail. Molly, we're just about done with this episode, which means we're even closer to the next one, which will be our shopping list and recipe reveal. Are you excited? Because I'm excited. I'm really excited. So excited. I am. I can't wait for next week's cook-along. But you're right. We're about out of time for today. We'll be back with some more nixtamalized good times next time. And remember, next week we'll be using all of our ingredients in a very special mystery recipe to cook together. Can you guess what it is? Our ingredients for season three are cinnamon, vegetable oil, garlic, chipotle chili powder, tomato sauce, limes, chicken, and corn tortillas. If you love Mystery Recipe, be sure to subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. That way, you won't miss an episode. And if you liked this episode, share it with a friend! Or leave us a review. Give us some stars and tell us what you think about the show. We love hearing from you. Or listen to us and do absolutely nothing. You can take a ride, on your bike, on your trike, on your unicycle, wear a cool jacket, Wear the sparkly pink onesie that your friend made you, talking to you, Molly. In any case, keep keep on on cooking. cooking. Mystery Recipe is hosted by me, Molly Birnbaum, and I am a chocolate croissant. Chad Chennai is our writer and producer. He is Eggs Benedict. Our executive producer is Caitlin Kelleher. She's a breakfast burrito. Scoring, sound design, and mixing by Anya Jeshik and Matt Boynton of Ultraviolet Audio. They are two eggs over easy with a side of corned beef hash. Jonathan Roberts composed our theme music and is a Pop-Tart. Our post-production supervisor is Jen Margolis. She's French toast. Our line producer is Diane Knox, who is also an omelet. Jack Bishop is the chief creative officer of America's Test Kitchen. He's two double lattes. 
David Nussbaum is our CEO, and he's a blueberry pancake. Special thanks to our senior science editor, Paul Adams, executive editor, Kristen Sargianis, executive food editor, Susanna McFerrin, senior editors, Afton Cyrus and Ali Velez Aldifer, test cooks, Andrea Vavjin and Cassandra Laughlin, assistant editors, Katie O'Hara and Tess Berger, and assistant test cook, Kristen Bango. This episode featured the voices of Kira O'Sullivan, Jonathan Cormer, Champ Hollins, and Adriana Cologne. Translation support from Adriana Cologne as well. Thanks again to our sponsors, Kroger and the National Mango Board. Mystery Recipe is a production of America's Test Kitchen Kids. So, Mitzi, what other cycles did you learn about? Well, I'm glad you asked. There's the water cycle... And the life cycle. Uh Uh-huh. And there's America's Next Top Model, cycles 1 through 24. What? And there's the carbon cycle and photosynthesis. Hi, grown-ups. I wanted to tell you a little bit about our newsletter. If you love the fun food content we share on Mystery Recipe, then sign up today for our ATK Kids newsletter to receive even more recipes, activities, and stories from me straight to your inbox. As a mom of two, I always try to include things that are important to my family, and it's a great way to hear about all the new things we are cooking up at ATK. Plus, every new email added will be entered for a chance to win three free ATK Kids books for toddlers through teens. We'll draw 10 winners every month while the promotion lasts. And we have some great books available all the time. Head to atkkids.com newsletter to sign up today for your chance to win.